Welcome to the Infinity Bros Podcast, the only podcast perfectly balanced as all things should be. I'm your host, Mark Jones. Lucky you, Infinity Bros Universe. Our normal hosts, Jared, Isaac, Max, couldn't be with us today because, you know, they're doing stuff. They're doing adult things. But not me and our special Infinity Bro brother, Robbie. Robbie, how are you? I'm happy to be here. Uh, I'm along with you, uh, prioritize the Infinity Bros universe and want to make sure that we get solid content out there. Um, so I don't schedule vacations and trips to Alaska, um, you know, when we need to record things. I'm here. I'm, I'm a man of the people. Um, the people want our content and they're going to get it, whether whether Max has a say in it or not. Good. I think we should do more of what Max doesn't want because that makes mad crazy. Mad even. Maybe. He makes I makes him mad and I hear that's bad, I suppose. He's not a fan of being mad. Zane couldn't join us either because I believe he's working. He is working. I know he I know he tells us all the time when he's like, I've had the same same days I've worked for the last ten years. And I'm like, dude, I don't keep that the memory. I'm sorry. I just know like I you refuse work, you to work solid that. days in a row. I know they're overnights. Sorry, I think bro. Thursday through um, through Saturday is his days off. And then I think he works Sundays, but I'm not really sure. You know, a little insight to you, Infinity Bros listeners. Um, we we're talking about recording tomorrow, but to get you guys this podcast earlier, Max demanded that we yeah. record tonight. He threatened, so, actually. Threatened. He like bodily harm it was serious yeah. i cried a little bit robbie cried jared almost left the group it got it got heated but you know he, we're jared here. did leave one group yeah but that was just you know for vacation stuff i think no i think it was max oh maybe it was max i think max got mad at him in that group max is just mad it just gets everyone furious and furried and yeah makes people road warriors yeah it's, it's puts ridiculous. everybody in a thunderdome and we got nothing to do Right. Yeah. They hit all the hit all the movies, right? I don't even know what you're talking about. I just think you're talking about Max being mad. I, is there is there a movie series that goes along with it? I don't think there is, but maybe there might be. That sounds like a good idea. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Can you imagine if we the Infinity Bros like put together? I was gonna say like a film, but I think we'd mm-hmm. be better off maybe a short film, maybe yeah. max of like twenty minutes, fifteen minutes, maybe ten minutes, maybe a really short five minute movie, whatever. And we did like the five minutes is short or is that long? Depends on what you're doing. So moving on. Um, (laughs) I've I've been told. It's long, so, you know, there it is. Uh, (laughs) Of redoing the Mad Max movies with Max as Mad Max. Oh, I thought you were going to say Furiosa. I mean, we don't have enough content with just Furiosa, but that would be if we're just doing the furry road F- furry road <laughs> look at me furry road yeah would have thought? that'd be great that's something robert would watch yeah robert our friend robert who if you if you don't know him is a is a one of our friends um and if you're a patreon has, subscriber you did hear a little bit you know a lot about him if you're a patreon subscriber so make sure you subscribe to yeah. the patreon i don't remember the order of things in there but uh the, it's, it's, there. it's only a few dollars so we'll put a link in the show a few notes Max will put them in there. Max always puts stuff in the show notes. Yeah, I think. What's going on, Robbie? Anything? Anything new? Anything nerd related you want to bring to the 
to the listeners today? You know, I don't know if there was anything that we were specifically going to talk about today. Um, it's, I don't think anything big came out. Um, people are really excited about Miss Marvel. There were some pictures of the orcs from the new Lord of the Rings series uh, that came out. Right? Um, those are interesting. Um, oh, did you see the Funko Pops from the new Game of Thrones series that's coming out? I did. You did? What do you oh. think? Um, I was surprised that they gave us so much. I'm very interested. I didn't think we were going to get a dragon, but we are getting a dragon. But this series does take place, what is it, a thousand years before the events of Game of Thrones? So, like, dragons are, like... And I wasn't sure exactly how far away it was. Uh, I think it is. I think it's a thousand years. I could be wrong. If any bros universe, go correct us if we're wrong. Yeah. Um, we don't have Zane here to Google check us. We do not. And we refuse to Google stuff in this very moment. Um, but, yeah, so I'm sure we'll get plenty of dragons. Yeah, so that's exciting. I think that show could be... I think that show has potential to be really good. I think... Game of Thrones uh, hurt a lot of people with their last uh, season and a half. Um, they even hurt the writers. They took away their Star Wars show they were going to get. That's how bad it was. Right. Yeah. They hurt themselves. <laughs> mm-hmm. Weren't they? Didn't they like hurry through Game of Thrones so that they could get to Star Wars? I think that's that's the rumor. I think I don't know if that's I haven't heard anything more about that, but I think that was a rumor that they were like, oh, if we get this done faster, we, you know, can start working on Star Wars. And now no one's heard of those guys. Haven't yeah, done they anything really since. Shot themselves in the foot on that one. Right. That was just sad. Just sad. Um. Yeah. I don't. I, what's going on with you? Max says I do it for the bit, but today, I res- I just got my pre-ordered a Goofy movie Funko Pop, and I'm saddened to hear hmm. that none of the other Finn Bros. Right. Got their Goofy movie movie Funko Pop. Yeah. Pop. That's an Amazon exclusive. Right. And I'm saddened that. People who claim to be bigger fans than me don't have that Funko Pop. I'm just, I don't know. I'm beclamped and I'm just, I'm worried about our friends. If you give a movie uh, a five or above, should you purchase memorabilia from said movie? Is that where you're getting at? Maybe I am. Maybe it's ask, Maybe it's too much of an expectation I have for my friends. Right. But your fandom is large enough that you should spend money on that thing that you enjoy. And I think you're, you're, you're bringing up a valid point. Uh, you gave the movie, Max did clarify it in the group chat that you gave it a 3.1 out of six, the goofy movie, um, which has become a bit, um, supposedly a bit, but I think, it, I think you're truthful about it. I don't, I'm not sure. I stand by what I say. You stand by what you say, but you are the only one that went and bought a Funko pop, uh, so memorabilia of a movie that you not would only bought. I pre-ordered and have pre-ordered. been waiting months for this pop to show up at my doorstep. Right. Did I send the link for that? I send a, I send a lot of links. I really like to enable people. There's a lot of exclusive stuff that you send to our group chat that I like for some reason just never see. So like, I have my way that you just like you get to it first and you're like I need to share this with the people I, lo- I love to enable people because if they have it it kind of feels like I have it as all things should be yeah right, right. alright so we're here on this podcast to review the last two episodes of Obi-Wan Kenobi oh five, right and the finale episode six and give our thoughts opinions and what we think might happen down the road with them. Mm-hmm. And Robbie, I'm assuming you have watched both episodes. 
I did. I finished uh, the finale uh, about, I guess now it's been like an hour and a half. But yes, I have watched oh, both. Good. good, good. I am happy that you've done that. I have not um, watched Miss Marvel. That um, was, well, we were going to review that, folks, but uh, someone couldn't. Fit I did not have schedule. time to watch Miss Marvel. I've also that that show is already on my I'll get to it when I'll get to it kind of list. I didn't and I didn't mind the first episode. I just didn't get much from the second episode. So, yeah, I can see that. I think there I think the grant like, you know, like I said about the other shows, I think at the end of the day when everything's said and done, everything's done on purpose. Um, but I think they're doing a pretty good job when I reflected on episode three of really doing a, you know, showcasing her origin. OK, I think and they're just slow paced doing it. But, you know. I think it's going to have a bigger payoff than what we were thinking, because I think episode three started jumping, jumping up a little bit more. And I've only through episodes two. But so far, it feels like uh, the Mar- the Miss Marvel movie or Marvel or Captain Marvel movie that wasn't very good. Uh, that was very, very boring and was like. Did very, very little in the long scope of the Marvel Universe, like it really just gave us a new character. And right now, it just kind of feels like they're just giving us a new character. Um, maybe it's going down that same road. I don't know. Well, we'll see what happens. We um, sure will. So on the Infinity Bros podcast, we have a certain rating system. Here on the Infinity Bros podcast, everything is ranked from a zero to six point scale. Zero meaning horrible and six meaning absolutely excellent. If all of the Infinity Bros rank something a six, it gets an infinity snap. And we want to give you the spoiler warning now. So in case you decide to continue listening because you haven't watched it yet, like a mad person, we're giving you that warning now. So then if you listen to us after this warning, you can't like blame us for spoiling anything. So we'll drop that right here. This is prepare yourself at infinity bros. Prepare yourself. Spoiler. I think you explained that very well. I thought I did, too. You know, hopefully I never know. Can we talk when Max says we're going to drop this right here? I never know if we can talk. The times where I've done in the past, he's yelled at me after the fact. So, like, I just I stay quiet until he starts talking again. I have no idea how that works because I am in fear of Max's tongue lashings. Right. Just like everyone else. Anyways, moving on. Um, so we'll start with episode five. We're going to do a quick review because, you know, people want to talk about episode six. Right. Real. So what's the I think the headline or like the story synopsis on Disney Plus was Obi-Wan plans to move um, as the Empire closes in and tries to draw him out. And I think that's been if you've gone to Disney Plus and seen like, you know, usually they have a better synopsis. But with Obi-Wan, it seems like it's just they're been, very like, short. Very short. They're like, this is what's happening. We're not going to give you too much. Right. But in this episode, you know, we get we get our first kind of throwback to Anakin and Obi-Wan. Like, you know, Attack of the Clones for Revenge of the Sith time where, like, you have a lightsaber, like, you know, education battle. Right. One could say some training. And there's um, there. Yeah, they they spar and they're kind of uh, explaining Obi-Wan is, you know, teaching. And then they then they connect that back to back to the episode, and it's foreshadowing to the the Revenge of the Sith uh, battle, where it's like you know 
Anakin is too aggressive, isn't calculated like Obi-Wan is. Right. When it comes to lightsaber duels. So previous episode, we got the Reva had tracked uh, Lola. So they know where he's going to be. Um, Vader promotes Reva to Grand Inquisitor because, you know, the Grand Inquisitor is dead and all the, the fan, you know, Star Wars fan <laughs> people that, you know, were up in arms that, you know, they can't kill the Grand Inquisitor. I mean, that's canon breaking. Like, you know, other people who have died on screen didn't come back alive. Ever. No, I don't think that ever happens, actually, in any media. Uh, Never happens media. in Star Wars. No. They land where they were originally with, is it Recon? O'Shea Jackson? Yeah, right? yeah, something like that. Um, and, you know, clearly they're trying to, you know, Lola is still under the control, in a sense, of... Yeah, Reba, Lola, so like, Lola's being naughty. Sabotage. Right, sabotages she sabotages the door. Their, their escape. All right. Uh, where are we going? We kind of get... We, you know, I think it's this episode where we get that Reva was a youngling, which a lot of people predicted... Um, and she wants to gain, you know, any any kind of Vader's favor, because I think at this point we're kind of grasping that she wants to kill Vader because, you know, she killed, you know, Anakin Skywalker killed younglings and she knew that. Yeah, hates kids. <laughs> hates kids. So they have like a stand against Reva and stormtroopers at this like door at this sh- base that they're at because they're trying to like, escape because they have like civilians. Right. They're trying to, you know, that probably sympathizer. So they're trying to get them out as quickly as possible. Uh, but yeah, there's like that scene where they're fighting. I'm thinking like, is Obi-Wan going to f- kill all the stormtroopers? I really just expected that. He killed a lot of them. He did. I got big um, uh, battlefront vibes from that entire scene because it's like, you have to hold them off for so long and then run back to one door and then hold them off for so long and then run back to the next door. So that's I really enjoyed that about that episode because like it felt like what they do in Battlefront where it's like just hold the line for a little bit, let everyone else run. Um, and they did a really good job. There was some times where it seemed like Obi-Wan was like clearly surrounded and just got out of it. Um, but, you know, they, they had this they had this weird scene in there uh where the robot like died and it was like this supposed to be this like big impactful moment it's like but this we don't know this robot I would, like we just see him in a background yeah like we got him a little bit in the first in like a few episodes ago it's, it's like yeah we there's gonna have- be a funko pop of that robot because that's what of course that's what star wars does they're like that character died and it was a big robot and we'll give you a big backstory later right in another story put him in a book this, put him in a book like they do everything so, yeah, so there's that stand, and then obviously, you know, just like every stand, they realize that they can't win, and Obi-Wan surrenders to Reva to, like, because, you know, he knows, like, hey, if he surrenders, he's going to give them more time because he's B.A. Obi-Wan Kenobi, who knows no bounds. And then, yeah, him and Re- The thing that I thought was so weird when he surrenders, Reva's just okay giving him two stormtroopers and then the door shut behind him like are you dumb like did i miss something was like was there something was there dialogue missed that yes like, I'm you thinking, missed like, okay because what? he because because wasn't it that he would bring vader out and then she could get him kind of thing but i thought the whole thing is like she didn't want obi-wan's help with vader but then, no like, it's clear, i think clearly obi-wan manipulated her 
help the other people get away. I think the understanding was that he was going to kill those stormtroopers and that she was then going to be able to like, they were going to be able to sandwich Vader. Sure. But his whole thing was like, he, cause she says she doesn't need his help. Cause she like, cause Obi-Wan knows that she's not strong enough to take down Vader. Right. But I think, yeah, I think cause what we got was, you know, her trying to get him get Vader while his back was turned. And that clearly uh, did not work because then we got some really cool. Well, actually, well, that's what I'm saying, like, because he wasn't there on the other side to attack him because, yeah, what senior talking about. Right. Is when Vader does get there and we get the most B.A. Vader scene maybe ever. Yeah. Like like video game Vader. Yeah. Video game Vader. Like you seen like the like, you know, there's a we didn't know as a viewer, you didn't know there was two ships or at least I don't think you knew there was two ships because they get stuff ready. So then you see them, you see a ship taken off and like, oh, they're going to get away. And Vader uses his force powers, grabs the ship with the force, pulls it down, rips it apart. Like it's nothing. Like it's nothing. And at that point, we see another ship scurry off. And I'm assuming Vader is like, I don't have, you know, I have strength like that for only a bit. I can't just like regenerate it really quick, I would assume, because. Yeah, I mean, that that would have to be the explanation, I suppose. I didn't. But then also Revo was right there. That's not how the force works. Yeah. Who are, we, who are we gonna dictate how the force <laughs> works? But then we get a cool Reva v Vader Vader battle where Vader doesn't even use his lightsaber. Exactly, and then he uses he get, at one point takes her lightsaber, breaks it in half, and like throws her yeah. the other piece to have a, like like how like how like that's a super flex Vader did on Reva like to just be like yeah here's your lightsaber let's let's do what you want to do because I'm still gonna get you. Right. Take a move. And I love that they did that because it uh, they made Vader like be Vader. And like we were seeing like just how powerful and like how much of a different level he's on. Yes. Yeah. He's just ruthless unless it comes, you know, Obi-Wan. And then he's like, he's daddy. He's daddy. So we get that fight. He ends up, you know, I I was about to say kill Reva. Stabs Reva. And like the stomach can't kill Reva because she was well, which is weird because, you know, he hates younglings and she was a youngling didn't kill her. But I think the whole thing I'm gathering from Sith people is they want to watch people suffer. So, like, I think that's the thing why he wasn't just like, I'm going to cut her head off. I I don't know. I feel like at that, like, why did you leave her as is? But anyways, at that point, bro has terrible aim. He's (laughs) that too. Uh, (laughs) But, the you know, the Grand Inquisitor comes back from the dead so, you know, there you are, people who thought the Star Wars series ruined your childhood for some reason. Right. Perfectly fine. And then from there, you know, that's kind of how this the episode ends. You know, they're flying off. Um, Reva's still alive. She gets that transponder Kenobi had and, you know, re- reveals to her uh, that, you know, there's another child on Tatooine. So... So we kind of know, like, hey, next episode, she's probably going to end up in Tatooine. Right. Would you rank this? What did you rate this uh, this episode? Oh, this episode for me, six out of six. Anything like, you know, good, good lightsaber duel, some force stuff, some good dialogue. I don't know. I'm always biased when it comes to Star Wars stuff. Like, it would have to be pretty bad for me to rate it low, I think. I know there's people out there that like despise the series but i think it's done a good fan service how about you i think this i think the fifth episode right the fifth episode so i think the fifth episode um finally gave us the hype that we were expecting with this show 
Yeah. The fifth and sixth episodes definitely were great payoffs for what the show was expected to be. I would give it, I think I would give it a 5.5, um, but that's only because the next one is even better. I think a lot of people really didn't like the third sister story arc, and I really, really enjoyed it, and I think that that episode helped bring it almost a full circle. Six episode brings it full, full circle. But the just, just seeing Vader pull down a ship um, and just tear it apart, which also, like, why didn't they have anyone on that ship? And did, did they do that on purpose? Like, was that calculated by Obi-Wan? I say it was calculated. And, I mean, we got it. Was it the second episode of the first one where we we know that ships can, if they have a certain code, they can fly themselves? Right. I think that's what set that up. That makes sense. It'd be like, oh, this, this ship doesn't need, because it's a transport ship, like the other one was, mm-hmm. it just needs a code to then, you know, make its destination travel. They knew they were just buying, trying to buy time. So they knew they had to try to send that. And that that works because then that actually worked. How we weren't able to see the other ship as that one's pulling away and he lands it. Just parked perfectly. You know, that's questionable. <laughs> um because that that doesn't make any sense, because when he was landing the ship, when he've just been able to see like, oh, there's another ship. Yeah. But like, shut up. It's Star Wars. Um, well, and also we know from Anakin and Darth Vader, at least at this point, it's like he's not I don't think he's he's so focused and like on one thing that he doesn't think like, hey, there could be another ship. We might guess. And like that ship's taken off. So it's all his focus is on that ship anyways. So. Because you would think, in theory, he could have looked down when he's, like, grabbing it and be like, oh, wait, there's another ship right there. I don't know. It is what it is. I just, we never got to, like, I kind of would like to go back and watch that scene and be like, there's supposed to be a ship there, and there's not a ship there. Because I feel like, thinking back on it, that we saw the ground mm-hmm. behind there, but may- maybe not. Maybe they did a good job with the, where they're pointing the, you know, cameras or where they did the cga i don't know i'd have to go back and watch it but still ba to see vader do that all right moving on to episode six big daddy finale give me your thoughts robbie on this episode yeah i know you just recently watched in the last hour and a half so like what's give us a little stroll through your mind about this episode you know i go back uh to a a dare apparently a a blasphemous thing that i said that the fight in is it uh episode four between darth vader and obi-wan is trash it's a bad fight it does not hold up i will continue to argue and i will add to that flame i think that might be the worst lightsaber fight in all of Star Wars. You know, in all fairness, I, I mean, I don't know how many people would argue with you on that because I can't think of another lightsaber fight that was that was bad. Exactly. And I want to say that's... I think now people are going to probably... Like, even my mind's like... I think you'll probably give up reasons why it wasn't as intense. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to be older, but even the lore, he's like... He's only, like, 60-something, but it's like, you know, whatever, bro. People can age differently or go through injuries and can't move wouldn't they also then be much better at the force and just being able to do crazy force things at that level and that's the thing people are gonna never i think especially our generation younger never gonna just like really think about is george lucas didn't have all the lore from episodes one through three right the books the well they didn't have this they didn't have the cgi to do that either or the cgi is you're right so So and that's fine we're just limited to like semi being able to move right 
stuff. And that's like, fine. But you can't tell me that it holds up then. That who, And that was my argument. Who hurt you? Who told you that it holds up? Everyone said it hold. Everyone at Wiffleball was saying that it that it absolutely holds up. Max, the guy that's not a Star Wars guy, was like, "That fight absolutely holds up." No, it doesn't. It doesn't hold up. And I went back and I was like, "Maybe I'm being ridiculous." And I went back and watched it, and I was like, "It's it's slightly better than what I remember." Rewatching it, it's still the worst fight in all of Star Wars. The worst lightsaber fight in all of Star Wars. And I think that is a fair opinion. And I, I'm glad you think that. And they can, Isaac can clip this. He can clip that whole thing. It's the worst fight in all of Star Wars, and it doesn't hold up. And puts it on TikTok, and then you just get ripped apart. Could you like that's that's the the statement you make that gets you just torn to shreds. Something. Give me a fight that's better. Give me a one fight. I can't think of a single fight that's better than that, or that's that's worse. Or worse. Worse. Sorry. Give me a yeah. fight that's worse. The Ewoks put up a better fight. Well, no, you said lightsaber fight, man. Let's not go into regular fights in Star Wars. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. if a lightsaber is around, I would say it's the best. It's the best lightsaber fight, or the the worst lightsaber. Would you, you say? What about the Finn and Kylo fight in Episode Seven? When they're in the I like I like that fight. That fight's intense. That fight has desperation from Finn. That fight has beautiful artistry. From being in, I think that's to your point earlier about CGI. That fight is so much better because you get the glow of the lightsabers that they've now, with technology, been able to do. Because you didn't get that in the first ones, right? And like you said, it's just imagery is way better. Yeah, it's just like that fight. But that fight makes sense. That's a guy who's never touched a lightsaber in his life, grabbing a lightsaber and going. It's a guy that's. You know, not Vader level, but been trained like that fight's fine. You're you're telling me the two strongest like force users at the time are fighting and we get the the most boring fight or lightsaber battle in all of Star Wars. And that's supposed to hold up. But I think we could. Yes, I think when it comes when it comes down to strictly the fight of, the you know, between with just use of lightsabers. Yes, it is subpar to the rest. However, knowing this ep- like this episode, last episode, mm-hmm. Obi Wan is totally calculated on what he's doing. Oh yeah. So I think that his whole ploy was to get Vader to that point in the Death Star to have Luke see him get Which, killed. Yeah, yeah. To yeah, help yeah. further the story. And story wise is story wise holds story wise holds up. I understand that point of it, but the yeah. fight doesn't. The fight by today's standards for what a good fight should be it doesn't hold up and that and i'm trying to be on your side where it's like that's all robbie is saying is just the fight just the fight yeah the story i understand i absolutely like he put himself in that position and gave himself up for that i think now the only thing even story-wise you could say is that it's not as emotional for obi-wan and for darth vader because now we now after seeing what happens in this episode, you think it would have been extremely emotional. But it's it, it, it doesn't have that element to it now. But that but like you said, George Lucas didn't have the ability to do, you know, hindsight. He couldn't see the future of, of exactly what that what those two would be. He had he had the ground floor for what those two were like. He knew that that like Obi-Wan was his master or whatever at one point. But there wasn't all this other lore behind it. 
So he had the twists and turns, but he didn't have like everything else that's connected to it. So here's a question for you. I know we're going to get into the weeds now with that's this fine. question. That's fine. That's good. Because I'm the one asking it. Good. Um, where do you stand now after this episode of them remaking episodes four through six? Oh, that's tough. Because you could, you could add more lore to it now, now that we've Gosh. had all the stories. You can add more Force stuff, better technology. It'll probably all look more crisp. Yeah, but you you know you, you know those those Star Wars those Star Wars stands would lose their minds. Oh yeah, I don't think I don't think you can. I really don't, um, because you can't replace our Han Solo. You can't replace Leia Organa. You of course you can. They're characters. They're you, everything can be. Everything but you can can't be replace the actors who played them and what made that special. It, don't, it doesn't matter. You can't. You, can re- you can't replace Mark Hamill. Some of the there's some remakes that are better than the original. I said it. There it is. And I'm a Star Wars guy. Give give me. What's better than what remakes are better than the originals? Longest Yard. <laughs> but young. That's, but longest. That, that, but long. Okay. 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 <laughs> but but something that's at like. Nothing. I mean, maybe nothing is as <laughs> beloved as Star Wars, but something yeah, that's even know. close to that level. But, you know, this is the thing that's bad with Star Wars is the fans is the fans. <laughs> keep it at such a pedestal. Like it's literally George Lucas sold it because fans are so horrible to him. So, yeah, Star Wars fans put the whole series on a pedestal. So then they think that they're the owners of it, which in some cases fandom, that's kind of what, how it rolls. But. I think that loses so much opportunity to tell. It's like plays. That's how I always think about it. If we never recasted plays that go on Broadway or plays that we do at schools or community theaters, because, you know, one actor did it so, or one actress did it so well that it can never be done again, then we wouldn't have anything. Or we just have regurgitation stories, which we kind of do in a sense with everything. Because everyone's like, I want something fresh. Where it's like, well, nothing's really fresh anymore. Everything tells the same, has the same, like, six plots devices told differently. But, I don't know. It's like with uh, with Black Panther, Chadwick Boseman, when he's passing. Yeah, it's very sad. But the whole campaign to, like, oh, never replace Black Panther. It's like, well, that's not fair to the character at all. It's just like James Bond, in a sense. Like, if they were like, oh, we're not going to do it anymore because Sean Connery did so well, we wouldn't have more. James Bond, Bond is the perfect example. Or Doctor Who. Like, that's another one. Or Doctor Who. Like, yeah, that's the perfect example. Like, you can replace these characters, even they're they're so beloved. And James Bond is probably that's your best argument for saying you can replace these characters. You can like remaking things is a little difficult, but you could, in theory, re- remake these. Yeah. Continue the character. So, yeah, I would say, you know, my argument against myself would be like, I guess remaking this probably isn't the best for because if it's bad, then people are like, well, why did you do that? But it's like, you know, it's money grab. But like character new story, that's totally. I would guess that in our lifetime, I would say probably 20 to 30 years in our lifetime, we will see a remake of all of it. And we will probably be part of the people saying, no, don't remake it. Maybe I don't know. I, I I'd be like, well, why it not? Sounds Let's like, see it. It's like you know, that's my thought. I don't know. It sounds like once you get above forty-five, you start hating <laughs> anything that's different or new. I, I don't want change. Right. Oh man, I just like got like really sad. It's like, oh man, forty-five is like fourteen years away. Yes. Yeah, yeah, fifteen years for me. Yeah. There it is. There it is, folks. Suck. 
And so what's what's your rating of this episode, episode six? Before we dive into episode six, it's, it's a six out of six. And it's a six out of six. And it's the only reason I gave episode five a five point five out of six. Because this episode is better. Sure. And I'm with you. Six, six out of six, just like the last one for me. But this one just really hit home. And I thought it was a really good ending to the series. Um, yeah. So in this this episode, what do we get? We get Reva goes to Tatooine to locate Luke. Um, yep. Vader is still pursuing Kenobi. Uh, while, you know, start a story, we get a little kind of like a homage to episode four kind of chase. I was I, I, I wrote down some notes and I was like, this number. The first thing I wrote down was Elusive Maneuvers, yep. because in what is it? Is it episode four where he goes Elusive Maneuvers like and that. goes in a straight line? Yep. Something like that. Something like that. And in this one, you like they are bobbing everywhere, going crazy, trying to avoid these shots. <laughs> yep. So I was like, they 100 percent did that because of the Elusive Maneuver line, which I thought was hilarious. Lear- we learned at the end of that last episode that like their hyperdrives busted. And Obi-Wan's like, ah, man, I got to figure out a way to get out there. So, like, they have a shuttle. So, clearly, he's going to try to hopefully divert the Star Destroyer and Vader will be, like, focused on him. (laughs) Right, yeah. As, like, the Grand Inquisitor is like, no, let's, you know, the Jedi, we can get him later. Let's, like, get these people who, like, are, you know, they haven't said Rebels yet, but clearly the Rebels are sympathizers against the the Empire. Um, Anyways, (laughs) Kenobi gets on another ship, dips dips to the left. Vader's like, yep, Kenobi, let's go. The, the entire Star Destroyer <laughs> needs yep. to follow him. Yep. And then he's like, get me my ship. Yeah, yeah. like that's the other thing. He's like, could he just got in his transport ship? That's what I thought at first. And then he said it and I was like, that seems really backwards there. Unless this whole Earth. thought, because he's such an important part of the Empire, is like that Star Destroyer technically is his ship. And clearly that Star Destroyer can't land on the planet, probably. So... Sure they're there to protect him too so like th- that was my other that was another thought i had too after i thought like you know why don't you just get in your own ship and follow them anyways yeah and i don't i don't think yeah and i, th- I think we got a, a good uh insight into like darth vader anakin is still clearly clouded by obi-wan mm-hmm. and wanting him and, wa- and wanting him he wants his daddy yep he wants obi-wan's daddy and he wants his daddy <laughs> clip it yep <laughs> <laughs> Vader, Daddy, Kenobi. Hashtag. Blessed. Exactly. Um, in this episode, we get like a back and forth between, you know, what's going on between Kenobi and Vader and then what's happening on Tatooine with Reva. Because um, mm-hmm. she gets there. She's like, there's a line of people getting like, I think it was water. And like, you know, something. She like uses a force and be like, you know, I need to find, you know, this family on Owen. Tatooine. Owen. Owen. And yeah. I guess a friend of Owen, like, comes to him and, like, he must know that Luke is Luke. You know who Luke is. That was kind of my thought. Um, Something like that. Goes yeah. back to the home, gets Baru. They, you know, cl- like, clearly they have a plan because Baru pulls out guns for something like yeah. this happening. And, like, you know, they're like, hey, the suns are about to set. Let's get ready because she's going to come at dark. Um, clearly they just. Can we talk about how badly, like tactically planning they were they're literally in the middle of the desert and have miles of empty space they can just like sit out there and sniper 
like try to snipe her and make her run to them and she's already like hurting. They don't know if she's hurting, but you, yeah, you have a point. They don't they don't know that, but like they could just like sit out there but and probably snipe what at they her. were told is like, hey, it's an inquisitor coming to get the like attack you. So like right. their thing is probably but you're right, yeah, they could have sat out there and sniped, but didn't you know, it is what it is. They probably thought it was safer for them being underground and what they did what they did, but you know. In a small space with someone who uses a lightsaber as a main source of combat. Mm-hmm. And they didn't know that she was hurt, so that's another thing, too, so. Right, but it, yeah. It's just, you think they would have set a trap, like. You're right, but. She's coming to the house. Luke, go to where Ben lives, or, like, somewhere over there. Go to the, go to a cliff or something. We're going to go, like, 50, one of us is going to go 50 meters one way. Another one of us is going to go 50 meters the other way. We're going to shoot at her once she, like, crosses, like, into, like, the facility or whatever. And we're just going to shoot it. Tactically, it was terrible by them. But, you know, you know, story. And that's the thing we definitely saw is, like, she was still reeling from her injury, which I'm thinking, like, does she know force healing? Is she using the force to, like, kind of stop the progression of the injury? Sure, yeah. Or is she just so, like... You know, as a Grand Inquisitor said the last time, like, re- like re- revenge, like, is a is a thing that like kind of like, keeps you going. Keeps you a little, yeah. So, true. like, that's another thought. Um, but then we kind of go back to Darth and Darth Vader and Kenobi, and they're having, you know, the lightsaber battle. Epic lightsaber battle. You know, Obi-Wan does his, his pose with, like, the two fingers and lightsaber over his head, and, you know, that it's like, you know, it gets me giddy. Like, I'm, like, I'm a little boy again. <laughs> I'm like, no way. Um... Didn't do that pose in uh, episode four, by the way. I, th- I thought I said episode two or three, whatever. You know what I mean. I'm I'm talking about the fight that's terrible. Mm. He didn't do that pose. He did not. Um, that is correct. Uh, <laughs> Robbie's never going to let this down again. You're right. Yeah. You should have done the pose there, but you know it is what it is. Right. Um, so, yeah, we get some some good lightsaber battles. Good force fighting, too. That's another thing I really enjoyed about this fight. Top tier. Top tier. And they're on, they're on a different... And powerful. They're, they're on a planet that's dark and clearly full of rocks. Yeah, just, it's just a rock planet. Where there's a point where Vader, like, crumbles all the ground underneath Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, Vader has the high ground. Neat. That was, yeah, beautiful scene. And I really Vader, thought, like, I was like, it, is Obi-Wan going to, like, do that and, like, actually get him? Mm-hmm. That was my thought. I was like, he's going to up... He, he told them I have the high ground in episode three. And here's Obi-Wan being like... I, I gotcha. can't believe that they didn't have Anakin say that or Darth Vader say that. But I think now that I'm thinking about it, I think that that speaks to the bigger like picture, which is the end of the fight where like we see him with his mask destroyed and everything. He's like, I killed Anakin. Where like Anakin would have said that. Yes. Darth Vader doesn't care. Yes, because Vader's. Um, and I think I, I think that. I now that I think about that more like, yes, Anakin 100 percent would have been like, now I have the high ground, but Anakin's dead and he's made that very apparent. Obviously, there's still some feelings. Well, I in mean, there, we but. come to episode six and that's clearly not the case that Anakin's dead. Right. But um, in episode six is in the movies. Uh, but yeah, that fight scene, he like, you know, instead of going down there and like continuing the lightsaber fight, Vader like gets all the, these rocks, like fills in this you know whole pit that he has now created right. to trap obi-wan and like just walks away like is does no one want to just finish the job is that like the sith no one uh, yeah and then, you know and it's at this i point, mean he did the same thing obi-wan did obi-wan didn't finish couldn't finish the job in episode six but obi-wan didn't know 
Did, did he know at that point that the emperor was? Well, anyways, yeah, he did. Yeah, um, he did. You're right. So it's kind of an homage to that too that he would just. So like, is there still a connection between them? That's like they still want the you know they don't want to kill him because of that connection they've had. But that's you know, it could be. Uh, it didn't matter in episode four. <laughs> it did not. You're right. <laughs> well, at that point, it didn't because of. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, Robbie, you are right. <laughs> but I think it was at that point it flashes back to them on Tatooine. And like you like you said, like, yeah, they have the fight and clearly Reva still gets upper hand on uh, Baru and Owen and Luke starts running and then she starts pursuing him. But then we go back to Obi-Wan in the pit and like is using the force to like not let the rocks, you know, crush mm-hmm. him. And, you know, at this moment, he's getting like thoughts of like, sadness and anger like his you know it's like flashbacks to like episode three and it's like the rocks are closing in because he's like losing it but then he remembers leia and happy thoughts and then he uses the force and blasts all the rocks away yeah would you think darth vader would have heard but you know yes guys focus and i was really expecting a force ghost to show up at this point i was really expecting like qui-gon jinn to show up and be like i'm here to help you obi-wan and like help him with the rocks. That's where I, or like you know, oh, sure. or right. even like Yoda showing up or another Jedi. That's what I was kind of expecting. Was like there was another Jedi like tracking them or something like that. I don't know why I thought that. Well, I was thinking when they went to that planet that it was going to be where Yoda was. That's what I that thought, Dagobah. That's what I thought initially because it was so foggy. And I'm like, are they on Dagobah? And he's leading him to fight Yoda. Yeah, I thought we were gonna get because I was like. Darth Vader's in kill mode. There's no way Obi-Wan's going to defeat him alone again, alone and again. So it was like, he's leading him to Yoda right now. It's going to be Yoda and Obi-Wan versus Darth Vader. And then, then I started thinking, but then how does Darth Vader live? Unless he like, it becomes like a draw and he gets like saved from like the, the ship that, you know, had follow him or whatever, which that would have made sense. Um, but no, I, yeah, I, I gotcha. Continuing the fight, he, like, catches up to Vader, and this is where we get, like, a full, you know, Obi-Wan using the Force on Vader. He gets he gets the upper hand with all these rocks on this planet. Starts just, yeah, he does, like, he does, like, a god pose and just chucks rocks at him for five minutes. And, you know, Vader, I think, makes a comment about, like, oh, now you're at full power again. And, you know, they start battling, and then Obi-Wan starts destroying his... He realizes he's got to destroy his... Stuff, you know, his suit that's keeping him alive like respirator yeah. stuff and then we get you know the the gasping like uh um vader sound so it's like you know a little homage to that too like clearly you know anytime he damaged that stuff he starts gasping and then we get the you know he breaks his helmet which i think is the gash that he has on the top of his head in episode in the movie episode six so I think that's, you know, we get a little bit of that. And then beautiful, beautiful job connecting that. Yep. And then we get like, you know, the half Anakin, half Vader thing. And like when he talks, it's like the sound mixing was incredible with that. Yes. Agreed. That was incredible. And just the, the, the dialogue of those two shared during that was was one like it it was it was so good. It made it made for this entire series like. A lot of people didn't like the first part of the series, and I think that's understandable. But this is the hype. This is the, this is what everyone wanted from the series. They wanted Obi Wan and Darth Vader to like yep. duke it we out. Need the epic fight, the like you know the fight that he references in the episode four fight, New Hope, that you despise because it wasn't the last one. 
in episode three. Wrench of the Sith. So yeah, he gets upper hand on Vader. And then I think it was it like shortly after, like we get back to Reeve on Tatooine where she gets upper hand on on Luke and Obi-Wan's like, oh no, I gotta go, you know, has the the connection that like he's gotta go help. Well Luke. yeah, but we're we're skipping over where like again Obi-Wan doesn't finish the job. Oh yeah, well, I was I was gonna come back to that, but I was like yeah, he so like could you know, has upper hand on Vader, could cut his head off. Yeah, they finished that entire scene before they, they showed us tattoos. But I think that, that's the thing is like he clearly is like Luke needs my help more than me killing Vader. I don't think they I don't think he said that until afterwards. Yeah, but I'm, I'm thinking like that's how we're supposed to see it as a viewer. Oh, OK. I, sure. That's my opinion. Um, Maybe. I mean, it would have take it would have taken him an extra second just to like, is, cut his head off. I think, Whatever. I, th- clearly I think he had time. can't kill Vader <laughs> because we have three movies. <laughs> But you could have killed Vader and then retold three movies. Oh, ooh, multiverse! There it is, Star Wars multiverse. Let's let's do it. So yeah, he gets he gets back in the ship, which cl- I guess has hyperdrive, and is close to Tatooine. I'm assuming. Um, yeah, apparently. But yes, Reva gets upper hand on Luke, and we're like, you know, it g- gave me a second. I was like, they're not going to kill Luke, are they? And I was like, wait, of course they're not. We got right. a new hope <laughs> coming up. And then, of course, like I kind of predicted after episode one, is she's going to come to a realization that she's not as evil as she thinks she is and has flashbacks of her being a youngling because she sees it in Luke and sees herself being scared in Luke's eyes and doesn't kill Luke. Which I thought was beautiful full circle, Um, in my opinion. I, I know a lot of people didn't like her character, I loved it. I thought it was great. I did, I don't and I was just hoping they would just go all in on her being evil, and then we get a last lightsaber fight between Obi Wan and Reva, and then he just sure. he, he ends because she doesn't kill Luke, and she carries Luke back to uh, Baru and Owen's place, and Obi Wan shows up. And, you know they have a little talk, you know about, you know, they're still good and stuff like that. So like we're we're clearly gonna get Reva down the line. Like, right? Like, that we're going to... Yeah, we're going to get more of her, and that's going to make all the Star Wars fans grumpy. And, you know, it's not going to make me grumpy, because I want more. Like, no, if you're going to make me... Like, is she going to go help out other Jedi? Is she going to be part... Because then the rumor... The, the other thing that came out today, or at least I saw today, is we're going to get um, the actor who does Cal uh, in... Um, oh, yeah. In Fallen... Cal Kestis yeah, from Fallen Order. Is They're making a live action, so it's like, does she show up there? I would think that would be the way to go. Because then you can bring in all the inqu- the other Inquisitors, because we, we obviously didn't get enough of them. Yeah, that's another thing. It's like, you could do a whole show on just Inquisitors hunting Jedi, and Jedis who are surviving. Like, give me that, Disney+. Plus. Oh, yeah, like, g- for sure. Give that to us, because we, we want that. And that's, then you're telling stories on characters. There, there's not a lot behind that fans can get mad. I feel like there's something to get mad about the canon of it all, because it would be all new canon. Wait, okay, when we get a, f- a flash to Alderaan... Mm-hmm. And there's, you know, Leia and uh, Organa and her mom all ready to, you know, are they, or the mean cousins. Can we see her like get dressed and has a holster because now she's has a new identity as uh, B.A. Princess Leia Organa. Warrior princess. Yeah. Which I'm all happy yeah. for because that's that's her. That's who Princess Leia is. Um, but it's Obi-Wan. And then, you know, they have the little like I noticed in our group. How, you know, the, the little spiel she, Obi-Wan gives to Leia about like you know you have a little bit of Padme and a little bit of Anakin in you. Yeah. I was like I don't think that would hit me as hard if I'm if I wasn't 
a girl dad. Sure. So how do you it feel? How do you feel about that scene? Did you cry? I know Isaac in our group chat said he cried. I didn't cry. Like they really have to hit something hard for me to cry. It has to be a little longer than that for me to cry. Gotcha. It was pretty quick. I, it did hit me in the feels. Like sure. I can't, I'm not heartless. Like I, I felt it. Yeah, it got me in the jellies. But I didn't cry. I'm not. I'm not Isaac. Um, he does, but Isaac also doesn't have a boy and doesn't know how terrorizing they can be. <laughs> um, he only knows girl dad. Yeah, that's all he knows. Right. So yeah, it was a beautiful scene. Really, really interesting, and I really liked how they also tied into if you need help again, like yeah, I'm who you you can you can come to me. So I they, they did a really good job setting that up for you know obviously what happens in the future. And then to finish it off on Tatooine, Owen's like, "Do you want to meet Luke?" Hello there. And then yeah, we get the scene where it's Luke <laughs> looks up, and then back to to Obi Wan. He says hello there, and I'm like, oh, like hits me in the jellies. Yeah, like you know, like f you, Obi Wan creators and directors. You give me Leia, and then you give me that, and he hands right. him the the toy. Um, well, that's the other thing is like, because I was like questioning is like, doesn't he doesn't Luke call him Uncle Ben? Like they're like they're close. Yeah. Like, so like yeah. it, it wouldn't make sense that he just goes away and he never talks to Luke again. So they, they gave us the like, insight to how that becomes like an actual relationship, which, you know, we're coming full circle with it, which is great. And, and that's the thing. Like he, he we get a scene where we once cleaning up the cave he was in and is, you know, I think we kind of understand he's moving to where he ends up in New Hope. Um, and on his way to new, you know, to his new place that he's probably going to live, that's probably closer we and I like literally before the hello there scene, mm-hmm. I look over to my beautiful wife Kelly, we watch it together, <laughs> and I'm like, if they don't end the show with the hello there, Force Ghost uh, Qui Gon Jin, I'm gonna lose, I'm gonna lose it. <laughs> and literally all those things happened. All your wishes. Because that's how it ended. It ended with Qui Gon Jin, you know, Force Ghost showing up. Obi Wan's like, where have you been? He's like, I've always been here. You just weren't, you know, ready for me. Sure. Tip of contact and then credits and that that's what it is it's you know obi-wan and force ghost qui-gon jinn walking up into the sunset it's beautiful full circle for yoda also saying that he was going to connect him with qui-gon so they they connected a lot of circles here where do you think season two might go to what are your what are your preliminary thoughts i don't know how you make a season two because I don't think you can give us Obi-Wan versus Darth Vader again. Um, and I think a season two would just fall flat because what like does Obi-Wan start hunting Inquisitors? Like, is that what season two is? Because he doesn't train Luke. Luke doesn't get trained. Um, Leia doesn't get trained. Like, I like maybe and I don't know any of like the book stuff like I know there's people that read the books and know those. But like, does Obi-Wan start randomly finding Jedi and like make a safe haven for them and like trains people? Does he just go after Inquisitors? Like, we know Ahsoka's out there. Ahsoka's out there and Cal Kestis is out there. Yep. So is there another story where maybe Thrawn's involved or something like that where but my thought would be you could do something like that because like anyone I don't think you would have another interaction between him and Darth Vader 
but you could tell the story where like you still see Darth Vader doing stuff and Obi-Wan doing stuff. Right. In all fairness, you could do five years later where there's another fight too. But I think, yeah, you're, I think you're right. What you do is it's them. It's him trying. Cause you know, in this season he let a Jedi get killed. So maybe he feels bad about that. So now he does feel kind of compelled that he's got to protect Luke and find and help other Jedi. So, I think that's the only thing, and then and then Obi and then Qui Gon Jinn's with him the whole time. We got four. It's just him and Qui Gon just hanging out. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't think. I think this gave gave us what we needed to go into Episode Four. I think other stories can happen, and I think Obi Wan could show up in other things. I don't think that he needs another season. I think if they were going to do two seasons, they would have ended this season without the big fight. They would have ended well. They would have ended at episode five, like they get away, gotcha. and then you start the next season. They're chasing them, kind of thing. I I don't think you can, because then you you could probably you could make a argument that they got away from the empire and they landed, and then it's another whole season of just Vader chasing him, kind of thing. And then you could end it with the big fight if you want to do two seasons. I don't think they want to do two seasons. Um, I think there is an under. I mean, they, they did call it a limited series, which is kind of like open ended that, hey, we're only doing one season, but maybe two type of yeah, thing. I just I don't see it. But, you know, I th- but this is this is when it comes to money making. If you McGregor wants to do it, and Hayden Christensen wants to do it. I'm up for that. And they have a story for that. They're probably going to do it because it's like, well, money. Let's make more money on this stuff. And that's what these are in reality. It's, you know, it's money making machines. You know what you do? You make. What do you do? You take the animated Clone Wars series and you make that into live action. I think that's that's a lot of money you're asking. That's a lot of money I'm asking. But you you know, you take the best stories from that and you get three seasons out of it. And you fill and and, and I know they're older, so it's kinda hard, but like Hayden Christensen still looks like a kid. Like they made Ewan McGregor, Ewan McGregor look fine. Like they'll be I would fine. say and they use that Disney magic. Yeah, so like I think they could do it like you could make two or three seasons of like the best storylines from Clone Wars and you could do it. You'd have to find a young Ahsoka. So that's difficult. But like I think that I think that's the route I would rather see them go. I don't think we need more Obi-Wan like older Obi-Wan. Give me more of Anakin and Obi-Wan and then maybe you. I don't know, maybe you started as Obi-Wan thinking about his past or something. And then it's thinking about the Clone Wars. But I think that would have had to be before what we just saw, which was, you know, his friend. Obi-Wan at the the cantina talking to random aliens. Well, isn't he considered like crazy Uncle Ben or something? Yeah. Yeah, So like you can say like he just tells these outlandish stories about him and his friend. It could actually just be him, him telling Luke stories. Sure. Yeah. But then again, Luke doesn't know about the Clone Wars until yeah, you probably can't tell him. He meets, so there Luke is. is a very closed-off child. So yeah, probably we're probably not getting this season two, but we probably all welcome a season two if they made it. So that's where right. we are. Let us know. Let us know on on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or our Discord what you guys think of season one and if your thoughts on season two. We'd love to hear them because, you know, that's that's what we're all about. Wild theories. Give us our, your ranking on the worst uh, worst uh, lightsaber fights. 
tell us what's worse than uh, episode four's New Hope lightsaber fight between Darth Vader and Obi-Wan. There isn't one. That's tell us what there is none. T- tell us. Yeah. Top it or get beneath it. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever we're into. Whatever works. Top or bottom. Big deck, little deck. It's up Let's to you. See. Yeah. Top bottom. It's your choice. Um, so how, how do you think about the podcast today, Robbie? Did you enjoy it? Did you, were you glad you were here to tickle the ears of the Henry Bros universe? I'm so happy that I was here. Uh, I, I apologize to only one person. That's Max. Who's going to have to edit this mess. Yes. We had some technical difficulties at the end of this podcast. And throughout the podcast. In the well. beginning of the podcast. But, but luckily, we had our main recording going, so it won't be that difficult. It'll be more difficult for Isaac to split these. Yeah, screw Isaac. He'll, he'll figure it out. All right, Infinity Bros Universe. Thanks for listening to our banter. We'll be back. And as always, we love you, guys. 3000. See ya. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Infinity Bros Podcast. You can find the Infinity Bros on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the Infinity Bros. Feel free to send listener feedback via email at infinitybrospodcast at gmail.com.